Joe. See, see you next week. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. The fire service is investigating a Kwaichung fire in which a woman died and hundreds were evacuated. An executive councillor says it's only natural that some candidates will be barred from running in LegCo elections in September. And the government confirms that a new quarantine facility will start operating this week as the number of new daily infections hits a grim milestone. The fire services department says it's setting up a special team to investigate a Kwaichung fire this morning in which a 34-year-old woman died. It said firefighters had difficulty entering the flat where the woman died because its entrance was blocked. But they added that so far they're not treating it as suspicious. Sean Kennedy has more. The fire services department says the blaze broke out at a fifth-floor unit of Kwaiyu House in Kwaichung Court shortly before 7am. It said it was upgraded to a number three alarm about half an hour later. A resident at the block, surnamed Chan, said she heard three explosions and the fire alarm rang about five minutes later. Another woman, surnamed Tam, who says she lives on the fifth floor where the fire broke out, says the corridor was full of smoke when she tried to escape and she had to wait for firefighters to rescue her. The blaze was eventually put out at about half past eight. Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong says he thinks it's only natural for some candidates to be banned from the September LegCo elections when they keep trying to test what he called the red line of national integrity. Mr Tong says it's unlikely that the authorities will use the national security law to bar these candidates from running in the elections because it only prevents people who've been found guilty of breaking the security law from running. But he says current election rules do require candidates to genuinely uphold the basic law and people who fail to do so are likely to be disqualified. Whether a person can be dis disqualified would depend on to what extent uh, would show that he is genuinely in support of the basic law. Now, if you intend to challenge the uh, validity or the acceptance or otherwise of the basic law of the one country, two systems, day in and day out, uh, and you keep uh, you know, testing the red line of uh, national integrity, then of course the chance of your know, being disqualified would be equally higher. And, and that's got nothing to do with the national security law. Mr Tong, who is also a barrister, played down comments by the President of the UK Supreme Court, Robert Reid, that UK Supreme Court judges might no longer be able to serve in Hong Kong because of the national security law. Lord Reid, who is also a non-permanent judge for the SAR's top court, said that continuing such a service would depend on whether it remained compatible with judicial independence and the rule of law. Here's Mr Tong. I'm not at all concerned by the uh, suggestion that the independence of Hong Kong judiciary will be eroded because I see no basis uh, of that happening. There are no factual uh, uh, evidence to show uh, that, Hong Kong, uh, that the independence of Hong Kong judiciary uh, is uh, uh, heading towards a, a low point. Outgoing Labour Party lawmaker Fernando Zhang says Beijing may try to restrict people from leaving the SAR as concerns grow about the new national security law. Speaking on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong program, Mr Zhang, who is not seeking a re-election in September's poll, said the legislation turned Hong Kong from an international city into an ordinary Chinese city overnight. He expects an exodus of professionals and young people and warned that travel restrictions will only make the SAR more unstable.
the sense of security and discontent would become much worse if the CCP decides to restrict people from leaving Hong Kong. Judging from the draconian contents of the law and its secretive enactment process, it is not entirely impossible for the CCP to impose restrictions on the freedom to travel for Hong Kongers. Social and economic conditions would become much more unstable if CCP decides to crack down harshly and restrict access to the Internet. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Jung, says the newly built quarantine facility at Penny's Bay will start operating later this week. Writing in his blog, he says the site on Lantau will provide 800 units for people who need to be quarantined and another 700 units there could be made ready before the end of September. Earlier this week, Mr. Jung visited the site to monitor the progress of construction work at the facility. There have been concerns that the city's quarantine capacity could quickly be exceeded after the recent spike in coronavirus cases over the past week. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. For the first time since the coronavirus pandemic began, the global number of new daily infections has surpassed a quarter of a million. The biggest increases were in the United States, Brazil, India and South Africa. The BBC's Paul Hawkins has more. In the US, uh, 71,000 new daily cases, 41 states out of 50 are seeing rising numbers of confirmed cases, the biggest rises in southern and western states. So we're talking about places like Arizona, California, Texas and Florida. If we look at Brazil, total infections there have passed 2 million, 45,000 new daily cases. It took four months to reach a million cases and just less than a month to reach 2 million cases. So a fast increase there. The World Health Organization, though, does say infections have plateaued, and they're saying there's an opportunity there to bring the virus under control. The British Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, has said he would be extremely reluctant to impose another nationwide lockdown if there was a second wave of coronavirus cases in the winter. The BBC's Nick Eardley has this report. After the huge economic cost of the lockdown, ministers want to do everything they can to avoid a second national shutdown. The Prime Minister says the option is like a nuclear deterrent. He can't abandon it, but nor does he want to use it. Boris Johnson believes the government is now in a position where it can isolate local outbreaks, having given new powers to local authorities to shut down premises and can avoid the need for blanket restrictions across England. A summit of European Union leaders in Brussels will reconvene on Sunday for an unplanned third day as they try to reach agreement on an economic stimulus package and their next budget. Late on the second day, it seemed things were moving towards a deal, but the Italian Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte said the talks were still deadlocked. I know many of you are following this negotiation, which is very important for all Italian and European citizens. We're in a stalemate. It's complicated, more so than we could foresee. Many matters we are still discussing we cannot settle. I'm urging everyone to a common goal. There are many topics on the table, and this makes this transition very complicated. Sport Arsenal boss Miguel Arteta is hoping their recent form will convince striker Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang Aubameyang to extend his stay at the club. The Gabon striker scored both goals in Arsenal's 2-0 win over Manchester City in the first FA Cup semi-final. His contract is due to expire next year. Hopefully it will help him to be more convinced that we are going in the right direction, how much we need him, how we believe in him and 
and as well, how much the, the people, the fans and, and our players like him. Manchester City dominated the possession in that game but were undone twice in the counter-attack. Their manager, Pep Guardiola, said they need to do better. It's happened, it's football. So, But mistakes in front of the goal when you meet the chances, it's part. But today was not that the reason why we didn't win. So we didn't play good in the first half. And in these knockout games, you don't have time against good teams. Arsenal will play either Manchester United or Chelsea in the FA Cup final. In the Premier League, Norwich finished with nine men in a 2-0 defeat to Burnley. Later today, Bournemouth face a crucial home match against Southampton to keep their faint survival hopes alive, while Tottenham meet Leicester in a battle for a European place. Formula One world champion Lewis Hamilton will start in pole position for a record 90th, 90th time tonight. He's qualified just ahead of his Mercedes teammate Valtteri Bottas in the Hungarian Grand Prix later today. Botas is hoping to foil Hamilton in the race. If you look at the points, it's a good situation, but what I need is to, is to, is to win the race, is to maintain that. So that's going to be the only goal. I'm sure the first lap will be interesting. If Hamilton takes the checkered flag tonight, he'll equal Michael Schumacher's record of eight wins on one circuit. I have to pinch myself. It just doesn't, doesn't uh, register. It's... Um, I guess quite humbling to be honest because you know I get to work with an incredible group of people who without I wouldn't be able to have the opportunity to do so so massively thank you th uh, thankful to, to everyone back home and the guys here that do such an amazing job and uh, you know Valtteri doesn't make it easy for me at all so um, it requires absolute perfection when it comes to doing laps and qualifying like that is uh, is one of the things I enjoy most. To end the news, the top stories once again. The fire service is investigating a quieting fire in which a woman died and hundreds were evacuated. An executive councillor says it's only natural that some candidates will be barred from running in LegCo elections in September. And the government confirms that a new quarantine facility will start operating this week as the number of new daily infections hits a grim milestone. The news from RTHK.
Transmission, you believe? 